0: British Prime Minister Theresa May recently announced that the UK will consider allowing EU citizens currently residing in Britain to remain in the the UK post-Brexit. Joining me is Jacob Kierkegaard, senior fellow at the Institute. Thank you for joining me, Jacob. My pleasure. So why is Theresa May making this offer?
1: Well, it's basically a direct function of the fact that the EU has told the UK that until we settle this and several other issues, we cannot continue uh, into the parts of the Brexit negotiation that concerns you know, the forward-looking free trade agreements, which is what Theresa May actually wants to uh, move on to. So she needs to tackle this issue uh, uh, first. And that's what she has tried to do with this offer because it's a, this is a very politically contentious issue. We're literally talking about millions
0: of people's everyday lives. So is this a concession on her part, or is this gonna further complicate the negotiations?
1: Well, she certainly tried to spin it as a major concession uh, a magnanimous offer from the UK government to the more than 3 million EU citizens living in the UK. Uh, but I think uh, that when the EU looks at this offer, they will say, well, wait a minute, uh, we actually ourselves offered something which in terms of the rights enjoyed by either EU citizens living in the UK or uh, uh, British citizens living in the other EU countries was actually more comprehensive than what Theresa May is offering. So they may not necessarily view it as particularly generous. Uh, But there there are also significant other issues here because what the EU suggested several weeks ago is basically sort of a continuation of the status quo. Uh, Which means that all the rights uh, that EU citizens hold today, being EU citizens in an EU country, also in the UK, would continue also after Brexit. Uh, That's not just the right to stay or work or things like that. It's a lot of auxiliary rights, uh, family reunions, uh, basically the rights to bring things like spouses from a third world country, a third
0: country, uh, etc. into the UK, uh, things like that. So, what are some of the other basic um, factors that will aff- that EU citizens and um, British citizens? How will their basic lives be affected for ones that are in the other uh, uh, region?
1: Well, basically, a lot. Of, I mean, a, a lot of the sort of fundamental question here is who is going to adjudicate. Uh, These issues uh, that really rely, you know, it's very nitty-gritty. It's very detail-oriented family law immigration law details really matter Uh, uh, It's a matter of you know whether you get your loved one to live with you whether you can stay in a country and things like that So details really matter and therefore a key key issue will be Who's what's the uh, what's the court? The EU has clearly said, look, we believe that these are EU rights. They are more expansive in many ways than rights enjoyed under UK law, and therefore we want this to be overseen by the European Court of Justice, fundamentally because we don't really trust uh, the UK uh, government and the UK court system to do so. Uh, From the perspective of the UK, where Theresa May has clearly said one of the key reasons for Brexit is that she wants to end the jurisdiction of the European Court of Justice in the UK. That's a red line. And of course, she will also say that you know, British courts are widely trusted and things like that. So this is, this is a big conceptual clash that uh, uh, will be uh, very difficult to, to solve, in, in my opinion.
0: And how many people could be affected by, uh, by this measure?
1: Well, I mean, sort of ballpark figures. You have three million uh, EU residents or citizens residing right now in the UK, and approximately just over one million UK citizens living in the rest of the EU. So, you know, back at the envelope, it's uh, well over four million people. Uh, but then you have their dependents. You have their. You have you. You may have you know, let's say uh, a British person living in Germany, but his or her children are living in the UK, but benefiting from you know, child benefits and things like that. So the real number of people, uh, uh, EU citizens, directly affected by this, whether from the UK or the rest of the EU, uh, uh, is, is certainly well above 4 million. Again, this is, this is a really big deal that you need to settle if you are gonna have any chance of a successful Brexit negotiation. Thank you, Jacob. My pleasure.